Welcome back to another episode of the Strozzi Football Podcast. I'm Anthony McGuire, and in this week's pod, we'll review all the action in Europe as a Celtic bower of Champions League qualification. Rangers hit a sticky spot against Malmo. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we also review a big week uh, in the, the first week of the Scottish Premiership. A few upsets, a few big results. Richard Tobin, what did you make of it all? Well, I thought it was really good start of the league. Uh, really interesting. Very, uh, very competitive first weekend. Uh, shame for Rangers and Malibu the other night. You were calling it Malibu last week. <laughs> love that, love that. It's like the kind of OK Corral and the Malibu. Uh, we, the uh, we, we do, uh, we do uh, fact check and go back through our previous podcast to for, for, for improvement purposes. So I put my hand up and did say that I did call a Malamo last week. So um so you know not the not the okay corral as you said. So uh yes, one. well done the to Malamo in a two one victory by the way. Uh, oh yeah that was good shoot. Good shoot it's absolutely good Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> let's uh let's just uh Take a take a random sort of look at the uh, the league fixtures that just took place over the week. Um, well, you were, hot, right, you, were, you were hot topics there with uh, your tips for Rangers and Livingston. That was a uh, that was a well, I, I, had a, I, I, I had a feeling. Yes. Now look, uh, Ennis had you open the store in there, looking very very composed. But had admittedly had all the time in the world at the back post. Needs to work on his goal celebration though, because his knees sort of stuck in the ground and. You don't want to do yourself a wee knee injury there. You kind of want to just glide along the part there, right, Yanis. So just work on that. But um, good finish. Um, and then a couple more goals late uh, for, for Rangers just to make it comfortable and just to get the trooping in. So 3-0 uh, Rangers versus Livingston. At Livingston, yeah, they've got some work to do because uh, defensively not clearing the lines there at the end. Um, probably defended for most of the match, but uh, yeah, they they they've got better work to work to do. Um, I, I was I, I wonder how it goes with your insurers if you pop your ACL when you're kind of doing the goal celebration, you're kind of skating along and you get stuck and you feel the popping sensation in your knee. It's that kind of odd sure, moment. I'm sure there's like you, you die of embarrassment, but I'm pretty sure you're still insured. But um, okay. not wishing any ill 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 health on any Rangers no, players. Just indeed. to be clear, not at all. Dear gosh, that would be absolutely gratuitous. And that's twice I've used that word today. Well done. That's my word for today. Gratuitous. Look it up if you don't know what I mean. Uh, Dundee against St. Merrin was quite an entertaining game. Um, good to see uh, Jason Cummings back in Premiership action. Um, you know, lost the rag a wee bit. I think in the latter stages of that game. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, interesting that Jason Cummins is calling someone else a diving bee. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he actually scored a good goal. Uh, David Webb apparently scored a goal. So, you know, one of those uh, redemption stories. Well, you can see, you can um, see um, James Whitpay getting quite um, sort of fired up on the touchline as well. It was almost as if, you know, the, the injustice of the penalty, which admittedly was a pretty soft one. Um, although he did manhandle the guy in the penalty box. And frankly, what can you expect? Um, but then went up the other end and, and scored really quite a fine goal, actually. Yeah, no, they, 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 they gave everything they, they got, and St. Mern, they'll they'll go all right this season as well. So I, I think to each probably in the in the end uh, a, a fair result, I guess. One manager is a stonewaller, the other manager, no, it's not a penalty. I mean, it's just pretty typical stuff, but. Um, 
I think uh, Michael Stewart was calling out um, the St. Martin manager because uh, he's previously um, complained about soft penalties being given in the past, but then had no problems with this one to, uh, on the weekend. So maybe slightly calling a little bit of a hypocrite, but um, but yes, but yeah, we'll uh, get, yeah two we'll each. Get, we'll get to that shortly because we're going to talk about Hearts and Celtic in a wee minute or two, but Ross County versus <laughs> St. Johnson. St. Johnson, who um, just got kind of bored with winning, really, I think, and... Uh, and decided to go to Dingwall and not really bother. Was yeah, look, Ross County, um, Malcolm McKay was on after the match saying that they still have to sign another four or five players. So I don't know where I don't know where they're coming from, but um they are they are very light on at the moment, so they had very few options off the bench. Um managed to get a, a, a result, so they got a, they got the drop the drop the draw. Um Ali McCann missing a penalty in about the seventieth minute. Um was a penalty um but yeah just just couldn't couldn't convert and uh yeah pretty uh some interesting yeah. signings jake Vulkins from southampton on loan alexander robson from man city on loan harry clark from arsenal uh david can call and again this one he came from sloban liberich uh so slovakia i mean you know the phone call comes in dingwall uh, I, I do wonder. I do wonder how that discussion goes. Anyway, good luck to them. Uh, Ian Vigers went off to Cove Rangers, I think. Um, and yeah, yeah no, they lost. They, they they lost a few of the players to Inverness Tally Thistle, so a lot of them shifted to the other side of um, of town. So oh, they're Highlander fighters there. That would be really bad. Shocking. Anyway, um, oh, the games the games weekend. Sorry, okay, we're talking about which was really bad. Motherwell versus Hibs was a great game. Um, I. And and it did go the way that, that we kind of both expected, but perhaps not in the manner that we expected. No, well, I mean, we said I said plenty of goals, so I, I'm 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 claiming that. Um, yeah, Motherwell didn't didn't give up without a didn't give up without a fight. Um, Hibbs, I think, just in the end had a little bit too much. I think Deutsch came off the bench to score in near the end. So well, not near the end, but to score one of the second or third goals. So. Um, this is that depth, and at the moment they've got the depth. I mean, I'm, like I said, what we said previously, uh, Josh Doig's apparently on the on the on the way out. Um, again, Burnley Kevin Nisbet, uh, one of the other Premiership clubs, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, so there's just um, at the moment Hibs are good, but like I said, that could change. There's still another three and a half weeks of this transfer window to go. Um, but yeah, no, they, they they got the they got the job done in the end. Had to had to work hard for it. Um, handball penalty. Um, yeah, his arm was unfortunately away from his body in a unnatural position. I like, like to like to yeah. labour the point. So don't want you to do about that one. Aye, if you if it if it'd gone against your your team, you would have been screaming for it. That was amazing. Um, so yeah, so yeah. yep, so uh, Jack Ross uh, still the Bond villain, and uh, three two, and uh, moves on to Europe this week. Very good. Well, we'll very quickly over again uh, Aberdeen against Dundee United as expected. Uh, horse though again, not a horse in the manner one perhaps anticipated. Oh no, let's let's not gloss over this. Let's talk about let's talk about Mark Reynolds getting nutmegged on the on the touch on the on the sideline to set up the second goal. I, yeah. That was a dummy for the ages. Um, the, the wee boy played out in the wings, only 18. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but put it on an absolute plate for Christian Ramirez to head a home 2-0 Aberdeen and uh, a long season ahead for Didi United. Calvin something or other. It'll come back to me. Yeah, lots of interest. Um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing about that was um, watching 
Johnny Hayes at Spring the Offside Trap and Sprint, uh, which is most uncomfortable. I mean, we spoke quite a lot last season about our central defensive pairing from United. And um, yeah, it's still pretty painful to watch in moments. But they were, I mean, you know, Johnny Hayes sprinting away from me into the distance is a sign of how well he's looked after himself, but also a sign of how perhaps plodding uh, central defensive United can be when they're turned. But it was a good goal. And good to see a nice crowd at Aberdeen. I'm- I mean, the 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 three United manager, um, he came after the game and sort of said that he felt that the pressing that the United did was pretty good, and there was aspects of the performance that he was very happy with. So I don't know what game he, he was watching, but um, yeah, like I said, he's got he's got some work to do. I just read here, Richard, that there's a five hundred thousand pound bid in for uh, Lauren Shankland from a Belgian club. Um, Too cheap. So, apparently, mulling that offer at the moment because I think Dundee United are stint. That's the big problem. That's I think the that's problem. the thing. Yeah, that's the big problem that you know that, that people can put these cheeky offers in because you know they're in trouble and it's going to be a tricky one for them to to dig themselves out of. They've still got support from their their US based uh, head honcho, but it's going to take a little while before we see whether or not that's how it's going to map out. But yeah, they are in trouble uh, now. Crisis, drama, catastrophe, uh, all the words that you normally expect to hear with one side of the road from depending on whether they're first or second in the league. And this time, at this stage in the season, Celtic look as though they could be in relegation trouble. Beaten by Hearts comprehensively, who've just returned to the division and some of the defending, and I know you will have commentary on this, Antonio. And I'm trying to get, I'm not going to give you five minutes, I'm going to let you have five minutes, right? Because, you know, I can, I know that if I start you off in Celtic, it may go that way, but they were comprehensively outplayed by Hibs. Hearts, sorry, actually by Hearts in certain stages of the game. Um, fabulous set and go. And uh, I, Celtic's new Celtic, Celtic's new central defensive pairing, looking absolutely rock steady. Thanks for that preamble there, Richards. Um, look, um, Hart Strodelli, uh, Carl Starfelt, um, or as the Rangers fans are now calling him, Carl Arsfelt, um, <laughs> is uh, he got That's off to a bit good. of a shaky start. A bit of a shaky start for the first goal. Uh, had about three chances to tackle and clear it and didn't quite get there. Feel, feel for the guy. He's thrown in the deep end, straight in, no really trying with the team. So, you know, we'll let that one go. He's also paired with Nia Beaton, so you'd really give him a certain amount of leeway on that one as well. Um, so good goal, um, ex-Celtic player, but ex-Aberdeen player. Um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> That's really bad as well. I guess I'm like, as soon as you said it out loud, Gary mckay Stephen. Gary mckay Stephen. Yeah, ex Dundee United player, ex-troubler of the the River Kelvin in Glasgow overnight. Yeah, as well. and are we are we are we shot over in New York? I think as over well, the in America as well. So he's been everywhere. But uh, yeah, found the back of the net. Uh, put. Hearts fans into rapture and Celtic fans into despair. So it was a bit of a, um, a, a you know, Celtic oodles of possession. So 70% possession stats, but again, passing it around a bit, but not really penetrating or creating too many opportunities. So fast forward at the second half and uh, the Scottish cafu that is Anthony Ralston steps forward and scores. <laughs> Stores the goal of the week, I, I think, in all honesty. Yeah, like, I mean, it's meaning meaningless in the in the grand scheme of things, but the finish was sublime, and the fact that you know we won two, we Eddie, which was the only thing that Eddie did the whole game, um, banged it in one each. You're thinking, all right, 
game on. We're, we're back in this. And to be fair, for the next 15, 20 minutes, Celtic were the team that looked like who were that, that they were drawing store. Hearts actually looked to almost just sort of settle for a um looking to be settling for the draw. But no. And then uh, we, uh, Ismail Soro, giving away his umpteen free kick for the match. And uh, yeah, leaves Strop Bain in no man's land. John Suter, free header. He had a free header five minutes before that. That should have been the warning sign. And uh, bangs home. And it's a good story for John Suter because he's been plagued with injury, Achilles injuries, all sorts of things. So yeah, hopefully we'll he can stuff, have a... Yeah. Hopefully he can have a good run in, in the team for Hearts. Him and uh, Halkett looked really solid at the back. Uh, Andy Halliday lucky to stay on the pitch. Pretty disgusting tackle on uh, Callum McGregor. Saw yellow, but could, could easily have been a red. Um, and yeah, and, and again, this crisis, three matches without a victory in competitive competition for Ange Postacoglu. So Which to be fair to him, he handled very well in the media afterwards. Um, I think someone suggested to him that it was a catastrophe and he said, it's not a catastrophe, Mike. <laughs> well, it, after the after the Michelin game, uh, because they obviously beat two one and bowed out of uh, Champions League in extra time, and I think a little bit of that hangover into the Hearts game because they did look dead on their feet with about fifteen twenty minutes to go Celtic. But uh, yes, Liam McLeod from the BBC insinuating that it was an apocalypse, and uh, an Ange going, "No, mate, an apocalypse means the end. It's just the beginning, mate." Ooh, so. Silly words and yes. putting putting the wee Aberdeen commentator in in his in his place. I think there's a there's a bit of a winding up going on in the Scottish media who like to look at themselves as being straight talking and then meet an Aussie and suddenly realizing you know, he, he he does it with fewer syllables than we do. They brought a uh, they brought brought a spoon to a knife fight. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. well done! That is the cliche of the week. Congratulations! That's almost as good. I'll get gratuitous in again before the end. I promise. <laughs> Um, the signings, um, I mean, the, you know, Celtic have been paying some attention. It's not as if everything's been kind of standing still. Um, and had the new Japanese chappie uh, playing towards the end of the game um, who'd just come out of hotel quarantine and, uh, and and played the last sort of 10 minutes or so. Boy, did he look like it came out of hotel quarantine. What do you know about this new man? <laughs> yeah, and after the game did say that he just sort of been thrown in the, the deep end because, again... No training, just basically just go on and express yourself uh, for the last 10, 15 minutes. So he had some tidy touches, but I'm a bit worried about his frame because he did get sort of um, pushed off the ball a couple of times. So anyway, like I said, it, it was just a bit of reeked of a little bit of desperation to a certain, certain extent. But um, we will, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that how that one goes. He'll be better for the week in training and every possibility that he could line up up front um, against Jablonek uh, in the Europa League match, which takes place at 11.45 per time tonight. That's Thursday. Um, and yeah, he could he could lead the line because honestly, Odson Edward is, he's playing himself out of the team at the moment. He's not he's not really contributing and not, not doing the, the shift that, Celtic supporters expect so I think the quicker some transfer business is done there I think better for all parties concerned Jolly good, so you didn't get a full five minutes in Celtic thank goodness for that right. so um, Hibs, um, they got through playing in a public park in Andorra um, a bit kind of shaky in moments but um, a really nice view of the road behind the, the, uh, the, the away goals um, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately the YouTube stream that the Andorran team were putting up didn't happen so Hibs supporters were 
a bit annoyed, but at least Hibs didn't try to charge. Well, they originally were going to charge them for it, but then decided not to charge them for it. So in the end, it was actually a Hibs um, at comms guy sitting behind a microphone describing the play on YouTube because they weren't legally allowed to show the game. So he couldn't turn his wee camera around. He just had to have the camera on himself describing the action. So, um, so you know, it makes, makes Scottish football look like, um, I don't know. Well, better than Andorran football because you usually well, yeah. the right sort of it before they start the game. <laughs> um, Aberdeen um, going away uh, very close to the Ulevi Stadium, uh, home of their uh, Cup Winners' Cup triumph all those years ago. Um, and they pulled Neil Cooper in there just to have a wee wander around. And uh, then they went off and got beaten by Hackett or Hackdom or whatever they were called. Pumpkin. Oh, right, yeah, um, okay. Uh, so clearly not know about our, our profound knowledge of the Swedish Aldersgebabben, or whatever it's called. Yes, the was just showing herself up as basically complete, um, complete cultural xenophobes. Um, but did you know that the closest airport to Malmo is actually Copenhagen? Did you because just you cross the bridge? Malibu? Uh, did I call them Malmo then? See, I can't help <laughs> ah, you it. did. Malmo, that's really bad. See, it's, it's rubbed off. <laughs> I think it's because you called it all that last week and it just stuck in my head. But yeah, the, uh-huh. closest, the closest airport to Malmo, um, which was actually a site of, uh, of a, a Nottingham Forest European Cup win many, many years ago, 1982, if my memory serves me correctly, you can check that fact. Um, but uh, the, the closest airport was Copenhagen, which is across the Oresund Bridge. Which was closed a lot during the times of COVID. I could go on about this for some time because I clearly got bogged down in those particular minutiae about how you know Rangers got from the airport to the stadium and so on. Anyway, uh, going back there, the uh, Rangers did all right actually. Well, all right insofar as they scraped a goal in injury time. Uh, Ryan Kent. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I, I guess for for Rangers, um, they're coming up against Malmo, who are well into their league campaign. So they are, I think. 10, 11, 12 games into their league. So that doesn't help. Um, Alfredo Morales is running laps in the, the airport car park at the moment. So he's MIA, um, should be back next this sorry, this week, but you know, wasn't available. Um, and as I predicted, or as I said, that they were light on up front. So they had to rely on Cedric Eaton. And then they brought on um, Fashion Junior um, near the end. And yeah, by all accounts, the only real shot on target was the Stephen Davis deflected shot in the 95th minute. So does give Rangers a lifeline. Uh, it's 2 0, it's, it's, it's mission very difficult. But 2 1, you know, if they keep a clean sheet back at Ibrox, then they're, they're definitely back in, the, back in the hunt, back in the tie. Um, but, you know, Malamo, very resolute defensively. You called them Malamo then. You called them Malamo. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, so it's it's game on, and, and you know, and and it's either team there can, can definitely um, progress. So we'll um, we will watch and see. Very good. So Celtic are playing away. Are they at home? I can't know. I don't actually know if they're playing Jablonek. Is that home or away? Oh, oh, oh another oh, way. No, away for the first game, Jablonek. So that's uh, somewhere in the Czech Republic, I believe, and uh, they are going to be there tomorrow night. No, it's tonight. Oh, it's it's t- Thursday it's t- night. Oh, it's, t- it's tonight, Perth time. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So, I get very confused in Sydney between Sydney and Perth and European no, fir- timelines. F- first leg's away. First leg's mm. away, which is yeah. why it's on at a funny time. So Yeah, okay. So, late o'clock. Um, we'll see how that maps out, and then we just have their, their home leg against uh, Malmo. 
it's Tuesday. Um, weekend fixtures coming up. Um, Dundee United against Rangers uh, is the game that's on Sky. It's on Saturday. Um, and so that's a good chance. Um, there's some tickets to the loop that you might believe. I think United will release some for, uh, for away support. Um, but it's, uh, you know, that's going to be an interesting one. It's live on the deli uh, and some and hearts later on that afternoon. I suppose we should get some tips in the way for United against Rangers. Well, you always make me go first, so I'm going to make you go first for those first two fixtures, Richard. How's the uh, United going to go? You're looking very respe- resplendent there in your yeah, orange jumper, by yeah, the way. Is that, a, a, yeah. is that a Dundee United top or is that a Dutch boys Rangers top? Yeah, that's right, exactly. I can support any team in the league with this one, didn't I? Just about, I mean, apart from the other side of Glasgow. No, um, Dundee United, I think, are going to cop it to Rangers. I think it's going to be uh, closer than you think, but I think it will be 2-1. Um, and then St Myrna against Hearts later on in the afternoon St Myrna's actually started pretty well I think Hearts are going to be found out uh, I think St Myrna are probably a tidier unit than Celtic a bit more together than Celtic and, and probably have met each other more often than Celtic um, and so I reckon that that will be quite a tight game I actually fancy St Myrna to win by or go on three in that one Rangers 3-0 and St Myrna 1-0 I think I must admit, I, I, there was bits that there's bits about Hearts that I, I quite liked. I thought defensively they looked they looked good. Craig Gordon rubbing salt into the wound with a mm. few late saves, um, so he'll he'll save them some points. Um, and the the boy they've signed from Everton um, in the midfield, oh, Carrie's name, he he played really well. Um, I'll come back to I'll I'll find that and come back to you on that one. But uh, but yeah, St. Martin at home again. Jamie McGrath's still there. That I just think they'll they'll they'll, they'll do the business. So, Benny Banning me. Yes, that yes. guy. He played well. He had a pair of really good game. Yeah. Um. All right. Next fixture: uh, Celtic versus Dundee. Ooh. 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 Well, Celtic back after a long flight from um from the Czech Republic two and a half hours. Yeah, an and uh, Warm Charlie up. Adam probably try to wind back the years. Try and. Uh, you know, recapture some of that 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 form that when he used to play against Celtic. Hey, um, a uh, first goal was all right. Actually, that was Charlie Adams involved in that process, where uh, he was maybe at the back and looked as if he'd scored the goal. He got booked for a celebration at least, but um, when you look closely at it, it was an OG, one of the best OGs you'll see actually. Yeah, and I, the other thing I would say is, that how did it has having fans back in stadiums? Like it's the atmosphere mm. so yeah. much better. Yeah, like, totally. like celebrate goal celebrations and just like ooh and ah uh, it, yeah. it just it makes it so much better um I'll, I'll say Celtic 2-1 again there's like no much convincing in that but if they can't beat Dundee at home then it's going to be like <laughs> it is really going to be a very long season so. <laughs> it's already a long season I think I know, it's going to be a really long bros. season <laughs> um we've got Ross County can't see past this. I think they've started pretty well I think they haven't changed the squad terribly much although as you've alluded to, they're likely to be changing shortly with a bit of um, a, a bit of outgoing business. Um, they haven't signed many players over the break, um, but Ross County, lots of changes there. We did all right against St. Johnson, but I can't see them beating Hibs in Edinburgh. Yeah, Hibs, Hibs all the way, uh, two or three nil. Um, Ross County hasn't brought anybody in this week, so I, I can't see their situation changing much away from home. I think it could be a spanking. 
Livingston playing Aberdeen, uh, and I think it's going to be a, a spanking for Livingston of the two 0 varieties. It's such a long way in the bus for the Aberdeen Livingston, and uh, Aberdeen flattering to deceive a little bit at the moment, um, but super performance in the first leg of the European tie, and then a wee bit indifferent when they were away, um, but a good win again against Dundee United, and they looked as though they, they I mean, they had a lot of energy and, and created a lot of space. Uh, United were quite stodgy in defence and played very, very tight. So it was, it was quite difficult to play against them. I see Livingston doing that again on their, on their um, I'm sure, superior hybrid surface. Well, there's uh, actually the other consideration for the Hibs Ross County game is the fact that Hibs will have played a game during the week. So um, that, this is the this is going to be the challenge for Hibs and Aberdeen is to maintain the energy levels playing twice a week, every week, because they you know they're not used to that um so yeah maybe bros maybe the the hibs ross training won't, won't be quite the cakewalk that i just sort of insinuate so i'm walking that one back a wee bit um aberdeen livingston livingston is a wee bit of a bogey team for aberdeen or has been in the past i mean this is a new aberdeen team so um yeah it, it, it might not hold true but i think this might be a wee shaky one nil um like a victory on the plastic plastic part at the uh Tony Macaroni Arena, mm. um, it lives so, very which long. apparently is also going to be hosting Hibs women's games this season. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Mm. Yeah. We'll come back to the Women's Olympics actually shortly. But the last game of the round is St. Johnston against Motherwell. Uh, Motherwell, I thought, looked pretty good. They've made a lot of important new signings. Um, someone played really very well, Kevin, um, Kevin Van Veen, um, um, Amalazor from Maidstone United. Um, a couple of really interesting guys that they've, that they've brought in and, and who are actually impacting almost straight away very good from the set piece at the weekend um and i think that we'll get set piece chances against st johnson uh, but yeah look um i think uh the motherwell manager was just sort of saying there was a few players few said players Malibu there again. i said motherwell Motherwell, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so, sounds, very, sounds very similar. Motherwell, <laughs> Motherwell um, actually, <laughs> you got me laughing now. Obsessed. Um, <laughs> they said that a lot of their senior players were actually underdone. Um, so, like Bevis Mugabe, that was like really his first proper game back, was playing in the league. So, I think Motherwell will be better for the hit out last week against Hibs. Um, you'd think St. Johnson should get over the line at home. So I'll say one Nelson Johnson. Um, presumably, their Finnish striker he will be up and running by now. I, I would think. Uh, that's still that still deal is still ongoing. Apparently, it's oh, not, still it's ongoing. Still ongoing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think, there, mm. I think there's some crosses and dots to be made there. Uh, Obviously, that it was kind of announced probably earlier than that. Uh, just gives us enough time to briefly touch on the Olympics uh, for the Matildas. Uh, our interest, of course, in this comes from the fact that the FIFA Women's World Cup appears here in 2023. And pandemics, among other things, allowing. Um, but the Matildas um, dumped from the, uh, the the finals by uh, Sweden, and they're playing a third place playoff against none other than the United States of America, who, as you know, uh, won everything in women's football. I did do for a long, long time, but are no longer doing so. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting one. And Sweden against Netherlands in the 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 matchup with the very tall European players in the final. Final thoughts, Richard. Uh, my final thoughts is that I'm really chuffed about how we managed to see Malamo several times and I managed to get gratuitous in at least twice. And so gratuitously, I'm going to get in a third time before the end. There you go. 
Uh, we shout out to Old Firm Facts on Twitter. Always gives me a laugh. He's got his own podcast, so we're actually in competition with him now. But uh, we tweet this morning. I was scrolling through my phone, so we're up early doing the podcast this morning. Um, and uh, the Rangers Twitter page had announced that Jordan Jones is leaving on an undisclosed fee uh, for a three-year deal, and uh, somebody's just posted underneath that, is he any good? And Adam from Old Farm Facts going, is it a Rangers supporter or is it the uh, the team that he's going to, which I can't remember <laughs> right now. So I think we'll we'll leave it on we'll leave it on that. It's been great right. talking to you this week, Richard. Yeah, and absolutely. hopefully another big, big week in Scottish football this week. And we'll look forward to bringing it all to you again next week. Great fun, great crowds. Thanks, Antonio. Take care, mate. Cheers. Cheers Bye. Mate.